there are different standards in the industry and you want to make sure that when you're working with somebody that you know what their motivation is. That's one of the cool things about a coach is a coach is only going to benefit when you benefit. And so that coach is motivated to help you with your behaviors, to help you change your life track. And as you improve, that coach is rewarded as well. And so they see that as a benefit and they're there just to serve you. this episode of Getting Money Right with Leo Sabo and David Thompson, we're talking about coaching, financial coaching. We've probably all had a coach at some point in our life, one that made us work harder to get stronger and maybe even faster. And although we may not have enjoyed the drills and the hard work he or she pushed us to do, we were grateful for their help because it was a benefit to us. In the same sense, a financial coach can be a tremendous benefit to us. So the first question we really need to ask is, what's the right situation to hire a financial professional? And what are some of the different types of financial professionals that are out there? And so I'm just going to look at a few of these. Uh, First, you have that coach. And I completely agree with you, Leo. I have had coaches in my life that have pushed me to go further, to work harder, to do more, to build stretch goals into my life or cause me to think ahead and, and do things I never thought I could do, or at least I wouldn't have done without that encouragement. And so just the idea of having a coach, and I know that uh, you know most parents pay coaches to teach their kids different sports, uh, music, uh, art, any number of different areas. And so this concept of coaching makes a lot of sense. You pay somebody for their expertise, but not just for their expertise but the accountability mm-hmm. and the relationship support. and the support. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I think that that's really it. unique. Yeah. Uh, so the coach or counselor typically f- focuses on the fundamental issues. Uh, they help you with your habits. They work with a client to change behaviors around money. Right. And right. The, pff, probably the most important thing is your behavior. Right. And so when you get a coach that can help you get your behaviors on track, then you can begin to implement other financial products down the road. Now, most coaches don't sell financial products. A lot of times they're not even licensed uh, beyond just the ability, the expertise, but the accountability and the follow through to help you shift those habits, to help you even change the way you communicate on finances and the way that you see the world, the way that you uh, perceive things. They can help you change that perspective in a way that's very healthy for your pocketbook. Yeah, absolutely. And the financial coach can get some certification. There are programs out there that will allow you to become a certified financial coach, but it's never with the intent of selling products or becoming a financial professional from a legal standpoint where you can walk somebody through choosing the right investments or or even investing uh, for, for your clients. That's not something you can do legally. You would have to be a different type of financial professional to do that. And the second one we want to talk about is a financial advisor. So there's really three different types we're going to talk about. One is a financial coach or the financial counselor. The second is a financial advisor. And a financial advisor provides services that are purely transactional or product focused. And you know they help you manage your investments and usually they charge you a fee or, or typically a, you know they get a commission for selling you that product but they're really helping you to manage that portfolio of investments right right absolutely and and i think it's important to realize they are there and they will educate and they will help you uh, but their goal is typically to get a product into your hand mm-hmm. that comes with a back end commission for them right. uh, or where they will get a fee for assets under management and so uh, for every 100 thousand, they'll get 1%. So they'll get $1,000 a year. Mm -hmm. 
year or whatever the assets under management fee might be. Uh, so you've got financial advisors and uh, just be aware when you're working with financial advisor, you know, what it is that's their model for earning money. Now, financial advisors deserve to have a good income, just sure. like anyone else who sure. works hard. Uh, but you want to be aware as a consumer, you know, how is this person getting paid and what's their motivation? Is their motivation to counsel me and coach me or is there a motivation to sell a product? Yeah. And, and the other thing to understand is not every financial advisor is the same. You know, yeah. some of them are, as Dave Ramsey would say, have the heart of a teacher and others that just want to sell you a product. They don't want to teach you. They don't want to take the time to, to really take you through understanding what they're doing. They just want you to trust that what they're doing is the right thing for you and entrust your money to them. And I have a hard time with that. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, I think you, the person who owns the money, is ultimately responsible for that money. And anytime you entrust it to someone else, you've got to be careful because it doesn't matter how many letters that person has behind their name. you got to make sure that you understand what you're doing, you, that you understand the investment, not yeah. just, I, I trusted the person because they seemed knowledgeable. <laughs> well, th the way I measure that is, is this person knowledgeable enough and can they teach me in layman's terms, not in professional language where I may not be able to understand it, but can they explain to me the product or the uh, investment in such a way that it makes sense to me? Right. 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 Because if they can't, then I'm going to have a hard time trusting my hard-earned money to someone that can't explain it to me. Right. That's just, I don't understand that. Yeah. But just understand, as you're choosing one of these three, whether it's a financial coach, a financial advisor, and one that we're going to mention in a minute, which is a financial planner, you have to understand how this person is supposed to serve you. Yes, they're going to make their money somehow by serving you, and that's totally okay. You just need to understand what that is and how they're motivated and whether they're more likely to help you or help themselves. And and that's something that we all can determine through our conversation with these individuals. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, think about it like hiring a babysitter. You know, when you're going to leave your child with another person, you're typically going to do background checks and get references and you're going to want to hear testimonies from other clients. You know, there's there's something to be said about comparing these and saying, okay, if I'm going to leave my child with somebody, I'm going to do a lot of research on them. If I am going to leave my finances with somebody, I need to know that they are registered in the financial advice that they're giving or that they're certified or that they uh, don't have any previous um, scams or issues on their record by right. the licensing uh, different different groups that license. Right. And so this is one of those things that you just want to put in a little bit of time and research ask for references, uh, get a feel for the scope of what they do, and learn as much as you can about their background before you even walk in the door. There used to be a huge need for financial advisors because we really didn't have a way to invest in the market. Uh, if we wanted to invest in a mutual fund, especially if we didn't have a, a company-sponsored fund, we would need to go to a brokerage. We need to find an advisor, somebody that we can buy mutual fund stocks, you know, all that, all those investments through. But nowadays, anybody can do that on their own, and they have the whole market open to them because they can go through a Fidelity, a Vanguard, a TD Ameritrade. So are they necessary? I do think they are to a degree. Not everybody wants to be a financial professional. Not everybody wants to understand all this stuff. Some people do want to just hand their stuff over to someone else, meaning investments, and let that person make the choice. Uh, but just tread cautiously and make sure you understand what those investments are and that you build a rapport and a relationship uh, with a financial advisor that you trust so that if you're going to take your hands off of it and only meet with this person once a year or once every six months, that you know this person has the right heart and the right uh, motives yeah. uh, towards you. 
Yeah. So you've got the coach, you've got the advisor, and now we're going to look at the financial planner. And a financial planner generally analyzes a client's entire financial life. Uh, they go across your cash and your debt management. They look at your insurance and what kinds of insurance you may need. Do you need an extra liability, uh, insurance liability coverage, basically an umbrella covering you in other areas beyond right. just what you've got in your homeowners and auto. They look at your investments and they'll help you determine, okay, do I need to diversify my investment? portfolio beyond just stocks to bonds and then beyond stocks and bonds to real estate and then beyond stocks, bonds and real estate to uh, maybe some other smaller holdings. So they're going to help you get a broader picture of what's going on in the market. They're going to look at your taxes. And this is really, really important. If you have somebody that you're working with and getting wise counsel from now, and you can project out your career, you can project out a small business that you own or a large business that you operate in, and you can determine what your tax liability is now and what it will look like most likely in the future. Now, of course, none of us know exactly what our tax liability will be in the future, uh, but we can make some assumptions based on where things have been and where things are going. And if you have somebody that is able to look at the taxes that can save you a ton and make up the fees alone right there. And then estate planning. And if you get a really good financial planner, somebody who has a, a lifelong view of this, they can help you set up those conversations with your family mm -hmm. about what your values are, about what right. your priorities are, really help you transition wealth uh, for family impact long term. And and the goal here is not just preservation of wealth, but the to share the values and mm -hmm. to share what motivates the family and say, hey, let's this is this is on my heart as the person who accumulated these assets over my lifetime. Here's what I want to see happen with them. And maybe that's a really important charity to you. And you end up saying, how can I work with my family to get them involved in this kind of work and build relationship while I'm doing it. So a really good financial planner will go well beyond just stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. They're going to look at a lot of these areas. They'll help you navigate life's challenges. Uh, they'll have a significant impact, not only on your finances, but on your education, personally, your children's education, your retirement planning. Uh, if you ever have to deal with any marriage issues, uh, if there are any things that you need to avoid going the down the road of a divorce or potentially just strengthening the communication in your marriage, they're going to help you walk through that. Uh, now, they generally charge a fee based on the percentage of assets under management, AUM, assets under management. And it's sometimes a fixed fee where they'll say, hey, we're just going to charge you $1,000 a year. Or they'll say for every, you know, we're going to charge you 1% of everything that you bring into the firm. Right. And so if you have a million dollars, we'll charge you 1%. That's $10,000 a year. If you have $100,000, 1%, that's $1,000 a year. And so um, they might receive commissions from product sales as well. Uh, it just completely depends on their funding model. So you do want to understand the funding model once again. You've got to know how they're getting paid and and make sure that if you're paying them for assets under management or just a, a monthly or an annual fee, make sure that you're not also getting hit up for a bunch of commissions on the back end. Um, doesn't mean it would be illegal, immoral or unethical per se, but you want to make sure that you're not getting hit with a ton of fees in unique areas when you thought you're just getting hit with one. Right. And so I know a firm that does a really great job. They'll take a a fee up front every year, 
but then they'll forego any commissions on products they sell and they'll give that money back to the client. And so the client may pay a commission because that's built into the product, but they give that commission back to the client. And, oh, that's neat. Uh, and so I think that's a cool way to do it. You want to look at uh, what is called a fiduciary versus a suitability uh, connection when it comes to investments and products. A fiduciary is an advisor who's going to look at your exact situation and they have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's best for you. Right. And so they call that a fiduciary. And if they they are required by law to do what's best for you, so most of the time they do. Uh, now, there's also suitability standards where a financial advisor could come in and say, well, you know, this seems suitable for your life. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it was the best choice for you. Right. It may have had a higher fee and that gave me more commission, but it was suitable. And yeah. so there are different standards in the industry. And you want to make sure that when you're working with somebody that you know what their motivation is. That's one of the cool things about a coach is a coach is only going to benefit when you benefit. And right. so that coach is motivated to help you with your behaviors, to help you change your life track. And as you improve, that coach is rewarded as well. And so they see that as a benefit and they're there just to serve you. There's not a lot of products being sold on the back end. So, but again, even there are bad coaches out there, you know, we've seen it in sports, we've seen it sure. in other areas. So, sure. so just be aware of the person you're working with. Yeah, and I think what's confusing a lot of times for folks is they see all these different types of financial advisors and planners, and and they have all these letters behind their names. And, you know, there are probably over or at least 100 financial designations out there, and honestly, many of them are worthless. Uh, a lot of them are made but made up by companies and institutions. And uh, the, the ones that you really want to look for and the ones that are standard to the industry are uh, three that we're going to mention here. Uh, CFP it stands for Certified Financial Planner. And these folks have to go through some rigorous training and they have to pass a test. And it's not, it's not, it's like a, it's equivalent to a CPA exam or even a, a the bar exam. It's, it's really difficult. Uh, so these people have to pass that test and it's, it's, it's training they have to do. So it's it, not just anybody can get into this. So definitely look for that designation. There's also a PFS and that's personal financial specialist and then CFA, uh, this is more rare, but it's Chartered Financial Analyst. Anyway, um, if you look for somebody that's a financial planner or financial advisor, uh, just look for those three designations to make sure that they are trained in what they're about to share with you and how they're going to help you. Yep. And so this really comes down to your season of life and what your goals are and what you're working towards, who you want to reach out to and contact for financial advice. Uh, now, there are some great proverbs out there. So I'm going to drop a few of these in. Uh, a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Mm -hmm. And so Leo and I always recommend that you look for advice outside of yourself. You don't just think self-righteously. I'm always right because a fool sees himself right in his own <laughs> eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Uh, there's another great proverb, where there's no guidance, people fall. But in the abundance of counselors, there's safety. So we think it's really important that you would have counselors around you. And now it's just determining what season of life am I in and what kind of counselor do I need? Like Leo said earlier, we want to empower you to make a lot of financial decisions on your own. We want to help you find uh, good insurance, and we want you to be able to go research it, find it, and purchase insurance on your own. But 
it's also good to have somebody getting a holistic approach and look at your overall finances. So let's say that you've been living on a budget uh, and that includes your tracking every expense. You've created margin literally at the end of every month, you're gaining money. You've Mm -hmm. got, you know, $100 in the bank. And then the next month you've got $200 in the bank. And this is margin that's savings, not just what should be allocated to different envelopes or different categories, but you're actually growing savings. Uh, You have more than you need to live on both in your short-term, mid-term, and long-term needs. So now you might be looking for that financial advisor or that planner because you're saying, I need help to manage this excess. Mm-hmm. I've got excess. Right. And, and you know, let's say you're an expert uh, at plumbing, and so you go do that every day. Well, you don't learn finances every day. And so sometimes it's really great to bring in that expert. Let's say that you're an expert in electricity, and you're an electrical engineer, and you do that, and you focus on that. It's good people hire you to come out and do the electrical work. It makes sense to hire somebody to do the financial work. Sure. Uh, so it just depends, though. That's if you have the margin. That's if you have the good habits in place. That's if you've already learned to communicate and you have the basics. One of the tricky things about hiring an expert is if you don't even have the basics down, then sometimes you can get into trouble because you don't understand what they're saying and where they're trying to take you. And they may take you somewhere that's not suitable for you. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not fiduciarily beneficial to you. Uh, It might be quote unquote suitable, but it's not really the best choice. And so that's where we would say maybe bring a coach on board and have a coach walk you through the basics, help you build some accountability into your life and, and teach you the basics in the budgeting process. Yeah, it's so important to understand that that once you've created some margin, this is where those financial professionals are going to be an asset to you, right? A financial advisor, a financial planner can look at your overall situation and see that you have a good foundation, financial foundation. But then when it comes to the investing, when it comes to growing wealth, now that you have margin, you can actually use that to begin as seed money to begin to build that wealth. What I see consistently, David, and I think you would agree with me on this, that Many people start investing before they have their house in order, so oh, to speak. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the problem with that that I see is people are, on one hand, they're investing for the future. Maybe it's putting in a 401k. Maybe it's buying real estate. Maybe it's doing something that's moving that needle to say, hey, long term, I'm going to be okay. But in the short term, they're mismanaging their finances to the degree that they're growing debt, right? Mm-hmm. They're living beyond their income. They're investing on one end. But on the other hand, they're not really managing what they have left over, so they're going over what they yeah. have left over. Yeah. Right? So this is a typical scenario. Somebody gets paid, a portion of their income, maybe 10%, goes to a 401k. Right? The other 90% after taxes, they take it and begin to spend on. But because they don't have a good plan in place, what happens is they end up going beyond that 90%. Right? So now they're borrowing to fix a car. They're borrowing to go on vacation. And they begin to grow that debt. Or they end up taking a home equity loan or something to repair something. And so they're building their 401k, but at the same time, they're building their debt. Right. And sometimes the debt catches up with the 401k balance. Oh, yeah. And it usually does because usually interest payments on debt are higher than the average annual returns on investments. Right. So in the end, what ends up happening is people have to then drain their retirement account in order to satisfy the debt. Yeah. Right? Because creditors are calling them. They're in a pinch. And it's such a crazy, crazy situation when you get to the point where you have to drain all this money that you've been able to save to just pay for the fact that you were not disciplined enough, didn't have a plan, and somehow this debt got out of control. So I see that all the time. And sometimes people will, will ask me, you know, how should I invest my money so I have, you know, good retirement nest egg set aside? And the way I answer is to ask them, do you have a good budget in place? 
Do you have a budget that you're tracking on a daily basis? Uh, is it under control? How long have you been budgeting this way? And do you have margin? And if they can't tell me, yes, we've been budgeting, we know exactly where our money's going, we have X amount of margin, so we have this much to invest, then I know that whatever investment advice I give them, which is just practical, hey, you should be put in a 401k, maybe in a real estate, whatever. It's not, I'm not teaching people and I'm not helping people invest. But I do emphasize that investing is important, but not before you build the foundation, which is have a good budget in place, create that stability in your finances so that margin is not just once in a while, it's consistent and it's growing over time. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, if you don't have a budget in place, you don't have a margin, you literally are on living paycheck to paycheck mm -hmm. pretty much. And even if you have a decent lifestyle, but it's still paycheck to paycheck and you don't actually have any margin at the end of the month, that's where you need to bring a financial coach or a counselor on board yes. to walk with you and provide that accountability. Where else are you going to have somebody? You, you won't have a family member that holds you accountable financially. Uh, personally, you can't hold yourself accountable. That's why we hire coaches for fitness. That's why we hire coaches for other areas of our life. So Leo, what are some of the reasons that you would hire a financial coach? I think number one would be just to stop talking about getting your finances right, getting your money right. Do and something actually about do it. it right? <laughs> yeah, do, actually don't just do talk it. about it. Do it. Because we all talk about you know the future and what we want, and I call that dreaming. Because as long as you don't have a goal that you're willing to put into action with action steps, you're never going to get it done. So if, if you've been talking about getting your finances right, then it's time to do something about it. And that's one reason you should hire a coach is to, to just get that accountability and the support and somebody that's going to be there to ask you, how are you doing? Let's look at the numbers. Are you sticking to this plan? Yeah. If you don't have that, it's so easy to let yourself off the hook and just say, ah, I'll do it again later. I'll, you know, I'll do it next month. Yeah. We are so good at backing out of a commitment when it's difficult. Yep. That's where a coach comes in and doesn't let you get away with it. Yeah. And when you put your pocketbook into it, uh, all of a sudden your heart shifts. Yeah. And so I think Russell a couple of weeks ago quoted Jesus mm -hmm. saying that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right. And if you begin to invest some of your treasure into getting your finances in order, all of a sudden your heart is going to line up with that. And you're like, okay, I want to get my finances in order. I, right. I paid somebody to help me. I better, I better show up to the meeting. I better do the homework. Yeah. Uh, I better actually follow through. And you'll see an actual change. Uh, so I think that's really neat. Yeah, It's so important. Uh, you just touched on a subject that I want to just broach just a little bit, which is that when we have skin in the game, when we actually pay someone to help us, not just say, hey, would you help me with no commitment and there's right. no financial commitment or right. any hardships on you. It's just, hey, will you help me? Well, you're asking somebody else to do something for you, but you're not giving anything in return. Well, if you're not giving anything in return, it's not valuable to you. Yep. But if you're willing to say, hey, I'm going to pay this person to come and help me, to educate me, to walk with me, then you're not going to allow that money to be wasted. You're going to be right. so ready to say, hey, I'm paying this guy X amount of money to meet with me and help me. I'm going to make sure I get my money's worth. Yeah. There's something about us that won't, don't want to lose uh, our finances that way. And when we invest in it, then, then we're really into it. So you're right. Our heart does follow wherever we put our money. So Yeah. The next situation where you'd want to bring a coach on board is when you just don't know where to start. Right. Uh, I mean, you need a step-by-step -step blueprint so that you can reach your desired financial goals. Mm -hmm. And you need that, but you don't have it. And maybe you've read some things online or uh, you've listened to some of the podcasts. And so you, you're getting an idea, but you really aren't sure where to start and begin the journey. Well, 
that's when you'd want to talk to a coach and have somebody help lay that out for your personal financial situation. Right. Agreed. So another one is you want to stop worrying about money. If you're constantly having financial stress over money, it doesn't seem like you have enough to live on. And uh, you just want to make sure that you can retire someday. Maybe those things are the things that are keeping you up at night. Then it's time to hire a coach. It's time to have somebody walk alongside you and you know, relieve all the fears that you have and help you to see that you can gain control. You can do this. You just need to commit to it and then stick to it. And I know the coach will help you to do it. Yep. Uh, when you want to have support and, and insights necessary to overcome, you know, the inevitable roadblocks, the things that are going to stop you from making progress, mm-hmm. that's when you bring a coach on board because there are going to be hangups. There are going to be things that slow you down. And I remember, uh, even, you know, being coached through injuries growing up, if I was injured and the coach knew how to keep me going on track while avoiding straining or furthering that injury right. and instead allowing that part of the body to rest while exercising other parts of the body. Right. Well, that's what the coach is going to do. They're ready for those obstacles. They know what's coming and they're going to help step in and say, all right, here's where we go next and help avoid the, the fear and the worry and anxiety over an unexpected obstacle. Absolutely. And, and those roadblocks do come. In fact, the one thing that I tell people is it takes six to 12 months to get your budget to where you're comfortable with using it. Yeah. Well, in six to 12 months, there's plenty of chance to quit, right? There's so many opportunities to quit. Every time it gets tough, it's easy to quit. That's why a coach will make a big difference in that, in that case. And the last one is you, that you want the accountability to maintain focus because focus can easily be lost when you're dealing with financial goals. But if you have a coach that can help you maintain that focus and keep your financial goals um, and avoid the distractions you have in life, um, you're going to be able to succeed. You're going to be able to go the distance and, uh, and have your finances in your financial well-being uh, in place yeah. because that coach is going to make sure that you're you're getting there. Yeah, at the church where I pastor, we have over 20 biblical financial coaches that'll walk with people over a 7-week period. Now, a 7-week period is really scratching the surface, but I see incredible life change when you put somebody side by side with you for 7 consecutive weeks meeting every week, following up, doing homework, and we sprinkle in educational components. And so I know, Leo, even in your coaching, what you do professionally, Mm -hmm. that you have educational pieces where you're working with people one-on-one, but then you're like, okay, hey, here's what you need to learn between now and next time. And here's where you get that information and here's how you absorb it. And so finding those educational components, um, that accountability is priceless. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where else are you going to find accountability in your finances? Uh, I just don't know anywhere other than looking for a coach or potentially um, if you've got a really healthy church organization or organization that you're a part of where that's part of the volunteer work that happens. Yeah. You know, the the workshop you mentioned, you you and I are very familiar with it. And one of the things that we've seen in that workshop and what I've seen in just one-on-one coaching is the relationship makes all the difference. Yeah. Where a person will either succeed or fail is whether they are connected to another person that understands what they're going through, yeah, doesn't judge them for it, right? Right, and there has to be no judgment, right? And then is able to teach them and show them the path out of that mess, right? And I think that's the, the that's what happens in that workshop. That's what happens in when we're doing coaching, is that we reassure people we're not here to judge we've made the mistakes ourselves yeah we're here to help them overcome those mistakes just as we have and just do better have a better life because we know it's possible 
And that's what motivates us. Our desire is to help people understand how to manage their money so that money is no longer the thing getting in the way of them living their life. Right. I mean, that's what Getting Money Right is all about. Yeah, We want to inspire people to do more than they're doing right now uh, by understanding how to manage their money so that they're freed up to do what they're really called to do. So let's look at what a financial coach can do for you. Uh, Leo, what are some of the things that a financial coach can provide? Well, the first thing is a coach can teach you how to manage your money through a proven system. It's important that you have a plan that you understand, that you understand how to use, and that it makes sense to you. Uh, a coach will not make you stick to their plan. They just want you to understand how budgeting works, how your finances are supposed to operate, and then help you to tailor a system that works for you, that you can use easily, that you can engage in easily. That's something that's easy for you to do and not something that it just takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. Right. Because he knows that if you're not, if you don't understand it and you don't know how to use it, you're probably going to stop doing it as soon as the coaching is over. Right, right. Yeah, a coach will give you the plan, but then they'll also provide feedback on that progress so you can improve. And so as you're following that plan out, if there's something that's just slightly off, they'll give you feedback so you'll get the most out of the plan and the most out of your time. They make the journey to achieving your goal faster because there's less trial and error of doing it yourself They've already been down this road. Uh, you know, they're a few steps ahead and they're helping guide you and saying, hey, avoid that pitfall, avoid that trap. These are the areas that you're going to be able to avoid and that causes you to go further faster. Yeah, and that's so important because most of us can do this on our own. Honestly, I believe anybody can do this on their own. The trouble is, though, is that it takes so much work to undo the damage sometimes that doing it by ourselves, trying to learn while also applying can be very difficult. This is something I had to do, unfortunately. I had a little bit of help. I had a workbook that somebody that I got from an organization, and that helped me to get started. But there's so many mistakes and so many missed steps that I made uh, along the way that it took me a lot longer to get to a stable place and really change some of the behaviors that if somebody would have sat down with me at the beginning and say, this is what's going on and this is why you're doing it, then I would have been able to have that understanding of why I'm doing what I'm doing that's sabotaging my own finances. And I would have, I would have had the, the knowledge and the ability to stop. But, but I had to learn that by consistently doing the same mistakes two, three times until I finally like, oh, now I understand why this is happening to me. So it was trial and error, and it took literally years. <laughs> and, and one of the things that I tell people is, yes, you can do this on your own. The question is, do you have enough time? Because it's going to take time and sometimes years. Or should you just pay someone to walk with you maybe for three to six months to ensure that you're good to go. Six months from now, you're on solid ground and you know exactly how to manage your money. And that's a that's a huge value to me. Yeah. I, I would pay someone, if I was back 25 years ago, I would pay someone a good amount of money to do this because it would have made my journey of learning and my curve much, much shorter. And that yeah. would have been a huge value to me. Yeah, I think one of the real benefits of a, a coach or just anyone that you're in a relationship with is that they can see parts of you that you can't see yourself. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's like a mirror. I, I, there are parts of my body that when I try to look at myself personally, like look down at my own body, I can see my arms, I can see my legs, but I can't see the middle of my back. Mm -hmm. I can't see what's going on in between my eyeballs. Right. You know, I can't see what's on my forehead unless I bring a mirror into the equation. Right. When you have a coach that's able to point out, hey, did you realize that you self-sabotage in this area? Uh, every time you get to this point of success, 
you purposely crash it. And mm-hmm. it's because you've believed uh, some lie. You've believed some, uh, you have this misconception about the world or about yourself or about the importance of success uh, or about serving others. There are very unique things that a coach can point out that you didn't even realize. Right. They'll call out your full potential. They'll see you and they'll say, hey, I've noticed this strength of yours. Why don't you put that strength to work in this area? And so it could be helping you in your career. It could be helping you in just the process of management. I noticed that you're great with uh, written tools versus Excel tools. Let's right. let's move to a tool that That's really right. benefits you. I mean, let's go to an app. If you love apps and you're always on your phone, okay, let's move to that. And they'll help you think of things you wouldn't have ever thought of. Uh, oh, you know, there's really great technology investing opportunities. Let's go down this road. Let's go over here. So there are some really cool things that a coach will see in you just personally for who you are yeah, great. that you don't even recognize. And they'll call that out. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Uh, also, a coach will motivate you to achieve your full potential. And that's really what you're saying is they'll help you to see things that you're not seeing and then motivate you, not put you down. The coach's right, job is right. not to make things difficult uh, for the wrong reason. It's, it, you know, they, they will seem like they're being difficult sometimes, but it's for your good. And you'll know that going through it, but really it's to motivate you to reach your full potential. Um, and also to help you process through difficult decisions and different seasons of life. The one thing that I love the most, David, is that when I coach someone, I, I really develop a lifelong relationship with them. Yeah. I have people that I've met 10 years ago that are from time to time reaching out to me and say, hey, we're at this season of life. We've got a new child, or uh, we just started a business. Could we sit down with you? Can we talk about this? We, we'd love to hear your input or just have you give us some understanding of you know, what, what don't we know going yeah. in this direction. Yeah. And I love that they trust me because I've shown that I am for them, not just for myself, and I'm, right. I'm not in it for myself, that I want to help them succeed. So five, ten years later, they're still coming to me and saying, hey, can you help us? Can we sit down for have coffee? And I you know, I don't charge people for that. Right. When right. I have a, a client that's, that's just done a good job, has been faithful, and has succeeded, they can ask me anything they want. I'll give them my time for free because yeah. I know they've earned it. Well, and they and they will pour back into your life at that oh, point absolutely. too. Absolutely, and I, and I love it. I, yeah. mean, I love to see them progress. That yeah. just gives me such fulfillment. Yeah, uh, as I look across the landscape of even the people that are serving this semester in the workshop, and I said right now we've got over twenty coaches that are helping people go through a process. I look at those coaches, and probably ten of them are people whose lives I impacted. And they just wanted to come back and serve and help others. And probably the other 10 are people that you've impacted (laughs) and they've actually been serving for years because they were impacted 10 years ago by you, Leo, or eight years ago or five years ago. And yet they still come back and help others through the process. So that's one of my favorite things about coaching someone Mm. is when they succeed and they get set on fire to turn around and share it with others. And, And I've seen the impact where... You know, it's like, hey, I served one person, but that one person served five people. So in essence, I was able to help five people that I never even knew. You know, just just a little, you know, it's a one-off, but it's so cool to see that spark go in somebody. So let me add in one more proverb, you know, without counsel, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. Mm -hmm. So set your plans, but then gather those counselors so the plans actually succeed. All right, Leo, uh, let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Well, first of all, we just want to thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, We know that this is your time and it's valuable, and we want to honor 
and provide value to you. And I hope today's episode helped you to understand the value of having somebody come alongside you and help you uh, to be more successful with your finances, to go further, to reach your financial goals, and to go from just talking about money, hopefully, or listening to us talking about money, to doing something about it. That's our desire, is that you take action and that you improve your future. So if you're ready to take the next step, what I've decided to do for our listeners is to give anybody that's interested a free 20-minute consultation. This is just for a limited time and only as much as my calendar will be able to manage. So please let me know if you need this. Go ahead and contact me and just tell me that you've heard it on the podcast. And I will sit down with you for 20 minutes, either over a phone call or a Zoom call, and assess whether you need a financial coach. And even if you choose not to use me as a coach, that's fine. I want to point you in the right direction. There are resources on my website and there's tools that you can use to get your finances to a better place. And that's our desire. David and I just want to help you succeed with your finances. Yep. Uh, if you're looking to connect with us, go on LinkedIn or Facebook, find us on social media, uh, email us or message us and let us know that you're a listener. We'd love to connect. We'd love to hear your questions. Uh, our most recent video on LinkedIn has over 6,000 views and a ton of people commenting there, digging into the content. And I love that. So LinkedIn is a great place to connect. David Thompson, Leo Sabo. Uh, if you're enjoying these, rate them. Rate them on iTunes or Android. That will help us get found faster. Uh, use keywords like personal finance and I love it. No, <laughs> you know, use keywords that will help people find uh, this content and will serve people well. You can also share it on your social media platforms. That would be a huge benefit to us. Uh, find us, follow us, be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. We love spending time with our listeners uh, in person and uh, just over the phone or through digital communication. You can find the show notes to this episode, more content and resources at leosabo.com. And we look forward to having you join us next time so that together we, we can, can keep, keep getting, getting money, money right. A coach can teach you how to manage your money through a proven system. It's important that you have a plan that you understand, that you understand how to use, and that it makes sense to you. Uh, a coach will not make you stick to their plan. They just want you to understand how budgeting works, how your finances are supposed to operate, and then help you to tailor a system that works for you. Mm -hmm.